Al-Bayan Radio presents The Life of Prophet Muhammad, Peace be upon him Presented by Nidal Ayyubi Bismillah, Alhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalamu ala Rasulillah Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala Welcome back to our Sira classes Where we are discussing the Meccan stage so Abu Talib, he was very old and very sick and he knew he was on his deathbed. So the Prophet Sallallahu went to him and this was around the 10th year after prophethood. And Abu Talib, it's estimated that he was around 85 years old. So it's mentioned in an authentic narration that the Prophet Sallallahu was at the bed of Abu Talib. His deathbed, we can say. And on the other side was the enemies of Allah, Abu Jahl and Abdullah ibn Ami Ubayya. The Prophet Sallallahu was saying to his uncle who's on his deathbed, Ya Am, Kul la ilaha illallah. My dear uncle, say la ilaha illallah. Say this statement, there is no God worthy of worship except Allah alone. A sentence or a statement with which I shall be a witness for you before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the other side, Abu Jahl. Subhanallah al-Azim. Whenever you see good in the seerah, you see the opposite, evil and bad, it's who? Abu Jahl, the Pharaoh of this ummah. He and Abdullah ibn Abi Umayyah were saying what? Ya Aba Jahl, atargab an millati Abdul Muttalib? Abu Jahl, are you going to renounce or denounce the religion, the religion of Abdul Muttalib? Idol worship and shirk, the way of your forefathers? So they're reminding him. And the Prophet kept on inviting him to say the shahada. But Abu Jahl and Abdullah kept on telling him, the same thing, are you going to denounce the religion of Abdul Muttalib? Until his last words were Ala millati Abdul Muttalib Upon the religion of my father Abdul Muttalib And he died upon shirk Abu Talib, the one who looked after the Prophet for how many years? From the time he was 8 years old, the Prophet was 8 years old Abu Talib became his main carer the care of the Prophet ﷺ. And the Prophet ﷺ, 10 years after prophethood, after the first revelation, he got revelation when he was 40. He is now 50 years old, Prophet ﷺ. So for 42 years, Abu Talib was supporting, protecting the Prophet ﷺ. That's why they couldn't touch the Prophet ﷺ. They couldn't harm him physically. He passes away on shirk. Now, the Prophet ﷺ then said, I will keep on asking Allah's forgiveness for you unless I am forbidden by Allah to do so. And the ayah was set down from Surah Tawbah where Allah said, It is not for the Prophet and those who have believed to ask forgiveness for the pagans, for the mushrikeen, even if they were of near relatives, even if they were relatives, after it has become clear to them that they are the companions of the fire ruling here. You're not allowed to make dua for a disbeliever after they die upon shirk. Not allowed. Doesn't matter who it may be. And also, in relation to this incident, Allah sent down the verse, reminding the Prophet who is the true guide? Who's the one that guides? And reminding the believers as well, all of us. What does Allah say? In Surah Al-Qasas, You are Muhammad, and the believers after you, do not guide whom you want. Allah guides whom he wants and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is the most knowing of the rightly guided. True guidance is in the hands of Allah my dear brothers and sisters. Upon the prophets and messengers and the believers after them is to show the way. 
That's why the ulama, when they talk about hidayah, they say hidayah is of two types. Hidayah to tawfiq, the hidayah which is only from Allah, to make someone a believer, it's only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And hidayah to al-bayan wal-irshad, and the hidayah which is to show the way by calling, making the path clear, is for the Prophet and Messengers and all the believers afterwards. Now, Abu Talib dies in shirk. Al-Abbas, another uncle of the Prophet he asked the Prophet once, as is found in Bukhari and Muslim, you have not been of any use to your uncle, though by Allah he used to protect you and used to become angry on your behalf. Al-Abbas is asking the Prophet what did Abu Talib protecting you all these years, how did it help him? How did you help him, O Prophet of Allah, by him supporting you all these years? What did the Prophet say here? He said about his uncle, he is in a shallow part of the fire. Had it not been for me, Abu Talib would have been in the bottom of the hellfire, suffering from the most severest of punishments. In another report, the Prophet said, as in Sahih Muslim, among the inhabitants of the fire, Abu Talib will suffer the least suffering, the least punishment. Prophet ﷺ tells us, and he would be wearing two shoes of fire, which would boil his brain. This is the least punishment in the fire. May Allah protect us. So this is how the Prophet ﷺ helped Abu Talib. How Abu Talib's support and protection of the Prophet ﷺ helped him. And this is exclusive for the Prophet ﷺ. Now this was a very sad time for the Prophet ﷺ. Some called this year the Amil Huzun, the year of grief. Because the Prophet's uncle died, and then as we're going to take a short time later, Khadija dies. But did the Prophet call it that? No. The Prophet did not call this year Amil Huzun. We just have to be clear on that. So as we said shortly afterwards, some said a few months later, 10th year after prophethood, Khadija died. His beloved uncle died. Not only did he die, he died upon shirk, which must have been very hard for the Prophet Secondly, Khadija, his beloved wife, one of the greatest women to ever live, dies. She is one of the four of the greatest women in Islam, as the Prophet ﷺ said about her. And her status is great. But her status was mainly due to what? Due to her help, support, and comforting of the Prophet ﷺ. He ﷺ said of her, She believed in me when no one else did. She accepted Islam when people rejected me. And she helped and comforted me when there was no one else to lend me a helping hand. Her virtues are great. One time, Jibreel came to the Prophet ﷺ and he said to him, O Messenger of Allah, Khadija is coming with a bowl of food for you. When she comes to you, give her greetings of peace from her Lord and from me. Allahu Akbar. Greetings of peace from Allah and from me, meaning Jibreel. And also give her the good news, the glad tidings of a palace of jewels in the garden, in Jannah, where there will be neither any noise nor any tiredness. This narration is found, this hadith is found in Sahih al-Bukhari. Some interpreted this to mean that as a reflection and a reward for the calm environment that she herself generated for her husband, عنها, she will get this, she will get this reward. A palace of jewels in Jannah and also in this Jannah, in these palaces, there will be neither any noise nor any tiredness. So now, the Prophet 
Prophet is 50 years old. It's the 10th year after prophethood. Abu Talib passes away. Khadija passes away. What happens now? The Quraysh increase their persecution of the Prophet They increase their harm. Before, as we said, only those of the same status of the Prophet used to try and harm the Prophet verbally. But now, because Abu Talib passes away, even those of lesser status started harming the Prophet And it's mentioned in some reports that he really started to feel the abuse after Abu Talib passed away. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is also to show us and to show the Prophet وسلم, and to teach us that now Abu Talib, his main protection in Mecca is gone, dead. His, com- his wife who comforted him, supported him physically and emotionally for all these years. He married her when he was 25. He was with her for 25 years. She passes away. The mother of all his children except one, she passes away. So now a Prophet of Allah, who's your helper now? Only Allah. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My dear brothers and sisters, we have to always remember this. That our true helper, our true provider, our sustainer, our nourisher is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, we can get assistance from the people and things which they can help us. But our hearts should always be attached to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah will protect the Prophet sallallahu as he does. Protect the greatest creation that he sent to this earth sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Did the Prophet now just give up and feel sorry for himself? No. The mission continues. The da'wah continues. The inviting others to Islam continues. And this teaches us no matter what calamity you face in your life, the core must continue. Your worshipping of Allah must continue. Your inviting others to Allah must continue. It doesn't stop. There is no time for true rest and relaxation in this life. The time for true rest and relaxation is in Jannah, we ask Allah to make us from these people. Prophet kept on going. He kept on inviting the people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. This program was presented by Al-Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah.